Ray here is uh, teaching us a little bit about uh, this ninth day of Av and all that comes with that. You know, kind of a lot has happened on that day. Yeah, <laughs> not good stuff. <laughs> not you good know, stuff. Some of those things are sometimes we we love to celebrate anniversaries and all these kind of things. Yeah. But it generally <laughs> don't mark put it on the calendar when you've really done something really stupid. But uh, <laughs> it's uh, a bad thing if you find yourself doing something on the same day. But this is the people, right? So right. talking about millions of people here, millions and millions of people over the course of time, and so it, it just was a trend, and God yeah. used it to teach a, a pretty solid lesson. In fact, 40 days ago, I was here, told you about the terrible decision Israel made to refuse to enter the land of, of Canaan, which would become the promised land of Israel, but instead they wanted to send 12 spies, right? Right. So, uh, I'm going to go back, and we're just going to run through the story, because pretty much every word of the story is worth going back through, because remember, this is us. Put your feet in those sandals, in those, mm-hmm. those sandy little desert land. Moses tells the story in Deuteronomy 1. So he departed from Horeb, and they were, of course, at the mountain of God, went through all that great and terrible wilderness, which you saw on the way to the mountains of the Amorites, as Jehovah our God has commanded us. Then we came to Kadesh Barnea. This is the wilderness south of Israel. And I said to you, You've come to the mountains of the Amorites, which Jehovah our God is giving us. Look, Jehovah your God has set the land before you. Go up and possess it. You know, when God gives you a chance, take it. As Jehovah Elohim of your fathers has spoken to you, do not fear or be discouraged. There's good advice all through that. Spoiler alert. They didn't go up. They didn't <laughs> obey God. They were afraid and they were very discouraged. They, they were should have hung on those words. And every one of you came near to me. Moses says, let us send men before us and let them search out the land for us. And Mikey to do it. And bring back word to us of the way by which we should go up and of the cities into which we shall come. Again, spoiler alert. These folks are just as rebellious as they were on the very on the day of Exodus, before Exodus and everything else. Every part of it they were rebellious. And so they say, let's send someone else first. God wants you to do certain things in life. Can I just tell you? He wants you to do certain things. You may be in a relationship, a situation, uh, in a family, uh, in a job. Guess what? He puts you there for a purpose, and he wants you to do that thing, Mm. not to send someone else. And Moses made the worst mistake of his life. Moses said, the plan pleased me well. Mm. Mm. Later, in a summary of the story, God said, send for yourself, men so that they may spy out the land. Meaning, it's not my command, but your desires, so you can send them. You do it, though. (laughs) Spoiler alert, you don't want your way. Mm. I promise you. Moses tells them, go up through the Negev and up into the hill country. You shall see what kind of land it is and the people who inhabit it. Are they strong or weak? Are they few or many? And what are the land they inhabit? Is it good or bad? What are the cities in which they reside? Are they in camps or in fortresses? What's the soil like? Is it fat or lean? Are there trees in it or not? And you shall be courageous and take from the fruit of the land. So they're on a very specific mission to prepare to conquer this land and get ready for the people of their tribes to come. So each tribe has chosen a leader. This person, we trust them. You come up, you tell back our tribe, and we'll listen to you. That's, right. that's the, the idea. So they went up and explored the land from the desert of Zin as far as Rahab toward Libo Hamath, and they went up through the Negev and came to Hebron. Now, you might want to remember a few things. Hebron's a good one to remember. Where Ahimin, Shishi, and Talmi, the descendants of Anak, lived. 
When they reached the valley of Eshkol, they cut off a branch bearing a single cluster of grapes. Two of them carried in a pole between them, along with some pomegranates and figs. Now, that alone tells you a lot about this land. If it takes two mm-hmm. people to carry a cluster of grapes, I can do that with a pinky and a thumb, right? It's- right. And comparing already that God told them that this would be that kind of land. So they've rung true what he said already, but they're still checking it out. Yeah. 40 days later on the eighth day of Av, which should be, of course, tonight, the spies returned, bearing examples of the land's huge fruit, along with some very bad news. So we came to the land that you've sent us, and indeed it flows with milk and honey. This is the fruit. I <laughs> could be going, bring it out. <laughs> However, the people who dwell in the land are strong, and the cities are fortified and very great. We also saw giants there. The Amalekites dwell in the Negev, the Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites in the hills, and the Canaanites at the sea and on the banks of the Jordan. So to sum up, there were giants in the south, giants up north in the mountains, giants in the east by the Jordan, and giants in the west by the sea. Giants everywhere. So far, the report is just what Moses asked for, although quite scary, and it's implied that the people start reacting to the news. So, mm. then Caleb quieted the people before Moses. Now, notice it's just Caleb this time. And said, let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him said, we can't attack those people. Mm. They are stronger than we are. And this is where the wheels come off and the ten spies make a bad mistake. The then we are is the Hebrew word memenu, which also translates as stronger than he. So the spies were saying, in effect, the giants are mightier than us and mightier than Jehovah. Hmm. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying the land through which we've gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. So two things. First, that thought of a bad report or evil talk is the Hebrew word dibah. This is one of only two places it appears in Scripture. Remember that. That'll come in handy. Second, think about this line. A land that devours its inhabitants. That's a creepy idea. And of all the people, not some, but all the people, whom we saw in it are men of great stature. So everybody's a giant. All right. We know all the people are not giants, right? So now they're just out of control. They're exaggerating. <laughs> we saw the Nephilim. These are the an- descendants of Anak. They come from the Nephilim. We seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we looked the same to them. So you can tell they're, what, in the world? Yeah, the giants were huge, but we are like grasshoppers compared to them is a terrible over-exaggeration. And how would they know what they how they see them. So you can already see they've just gone way over the rails. Mm-hmm. So we're going to come with that night and the next day and just kind of run them by through it verse by verse because it helps you get this uh, perspective.